we'd like to welcome you back to the third and final part of our current event and weekly Bible study for August 22nd, 2016. Next report is entitled Alan B. West. He looks like he was uh, Lieutenant Colonel Alan B. West, retired, uh, former Florida congressman. He's being interviewed here on Fox News. He says, what newly leaked DNC emails reveal should infuriate Christians. More disturbing revelations about the DNC continue to come to light. Uh, Democratic National Convention um, or Committee or whatever <clears throat> continue to come to light as hacked emails continue to be published online exposing the radical left for who they really are for the whole world to see. Not to say that the Republicans, they're, they're all two sides of the same wicked coin, but the Democratic agenda is much more overt in what their true intentions are. Okay, I think that's what we're trying to say here. One of the latest developments to surface are emails that show the Democratic Party was working with anti-religious freedom groups to get around religious liberty laws that protect our First Amendment right to believe what we want, worship where we want, and live out our beliefs both publicly and privately. This is truly atrocious. One of the most critical freedoms we have in this country is the right to worship or not worship according to our conscience without interference from the federal government. Religious liberty, free speech, and freedom of press all go hand in hand, which is why they are covered in the First Amendment. If we should, should lose these critical cornerstones of liberty... Our republic is destined to tumble into the abyss of history. And while the Democrats continue to try to own the position of being for the party of the rights, civil rights, workers' rights, women's rights, and definitely gay and lesbian, bisexual and transgender rights, the newly leaked DNC emails confirm our worst fears that they most certainly are not the party of the Christian reli religious rights. In other words, they're doing everything they can. They're trying to jockey themselves in a position to make sure that our freedoms and our liberties as Christians, and I would say the whole patriot movement in general, are going to be taken away. And they're going to do it, try to do it in such a way that it's legal-like. Okay, but that shouldn't really surprise us. Now, let's go to the next uh, report here. And it's UN-backed secret Obama takeover of the police. So this is just more confirmation of what we're talking about here. And I'm going to go ahead and play this. The Obama administration's Justice Department is nationalizing local police departments, and no one is paying attention. In what could be the first step in a new wide-ranging body of federal rules on local police, federal requirements include how searches are conducted, what constitutes legitimate use of force, and the mandatory use of on-body cameras. The so as they federalize the, the, the local police forces, well, the, we already know that Obama is yoked up with the United Nations. And from a federal standpoint, if Obama's yoked up with them, the federal government is yoked up with them. And if they could federalize the local police, then they're yoked up with them. This makes local police directly answerable to the Civil Rights Division of the DOJ. The federal court orders are designed to undo Rudy Giuliani-style policing tactics that were effective at <coughs> reducing crime in big cities over the past two decades. And the United Nations is backing this takeover. President of Americans for Limited Government Rick Manning notes that the UN's interest in the DOJ program and urging Congress to act, quote, should tell members everything they need to know, continuing, it's time to support local police, not render them impotent via federal restrictions against maintaining law and order, no less than the very existence of local government is at stake. And that's what they want to take away, any kind of local, state, run they everything they want to be federalized because they want to take away states rights 
essentially, and federalize everything because the, the federal government, again, is already yoked up with the UN. So it would be extremely easy for them to do it if everything was already federalized. So this is their, this is their agenda. <clears throat> Next report, the DHS now has the power to confiscate every gun in America. DHS Security Secretary says gun control, says, quote, gun control is a national security issue, meaning that they can take all the guns in a false flag and say they're doing it to secure a national security. And then it says, look, we all know they want to disarm us to protect themselves from us as more people realize that these corrupt politicians have stolen our land and sold it off to multinational corporations and shipped our industries and jobs overseas to fatten their own pocket in backroom deals. And now that the American people are angry, they will do anything to take our guns and keep us as a poor, as poor slaves. And that's an, another huge motivation because, like I said, people are waking up. A new report out now states that the Department of Homeland Security is going to take your guns due to national security. Bob Unruh for the World Net Daily is reporting that the Obama administration has tried repeatedly to push more gun control through Congress unsuccessfully. It is still trying its hand at a strategy of simply depriving people of their Second Amendment rights. Now it is signaling a new method claiming that gun control is part and parcel of the federal government's responsibility for homeland security. You see what's happening here? They're lumping in gun ownership with homeland security. We knew this was coming. I mean, this is just the inevitable step of tyranny. Okay? The next step is the gas chambers, and the next step is the crematoriums, and then the mass graves. Okay? That's how it happens, my friends. First they take your guns, and then they kick your door in when you're defenseless, and they put you in cattle cars, and then they starve you, they put you on manual labor, and then they burn you. They burn your corpse. That's what they do. That's what tyrants do. Gun, it's a proven fact. You look at the last century, all the major dictators, Stalin, Hitler, Mao Zedong, the whole nine yards, Pol Pot, gun confiscation 100% of the time preceded all of the mass slaughter that was to ensue. Every single time. That is why that is such a major linchpin issue that I have keyed on over and over again. We've looked at it at length today as well. And, um, you know, when they make that move, and, and, and it's inevitably coming, unfortunately, at some point, you know that that is the absolute red line, that that is the, the initiation of the mass slaughter. And... Um, we, we've documented it over and over again, and that is their agenda. So it states here that it was presented by the Homeland Sec uh, Security Secretary. Oh, there he is, all smug. Jay Johnson, there he is, during an appearance on CBS when he made the claim. No you can, if, if you watch this video, he's, he has all the corresponding pictures and things like that in the background. Less than three or four times that gun control is now part and parcel of his agency's responsibility. This is a sick story. Anyway, he continued, it's critical to public safety. We have to face the fact that meaningful, responsible gun control has to be part of Homeland Security. It's coming. I think the American public has to face it. There you go. Those are the words, Jay Johnson. Now, 
according to Unruh. Now here's the thing though. Right under this, I have just one headline read, and this was one of the main, I think it was right at the top of Drudge Report the other day, record gun sales 15 months straight. So you have to understand, Obama has been the greatest firearm salesman that the world has ever known. Never in the history of mankind, and I understand we haven't had firearms that long, relatively speaking, but never in the history of the world has a nation been a, a, a nation been so armed as this one. And I mean guns in the hands of, let's say, a patriotic, righteous, and I'm not saying they're perfect. I'm not perfect. Okay? But for the most part, in the hands of righteous, patriotic people. Okay? Um, I don't mean like, you know some third world country where there's guns everywhere because they're using them to mass slaughter everybody okay guns in the hands of law-abiding righteous people prevents crime that is a proven fact okay over and over and over statistically is a proven fact so they're gonna have a lot to contend with because People have been stockpiling on ammo. They've been stockpiling on guns. They've been they've been stockpiling on food and water purification and things of this nature. And, and Obama is a big reason for that. So for them to come in of all times in the history of humanity and think they're going to be just kicking in doors wholesale and confiscating guns, you know, I don't know what they have up their sleeve. I don't know what their ultimate plan is. I've always said that the most logical way to go about that would be to have a pandemic. And this is why I did that 14-city tour back in 06 on the Avion flu, Killer of Millions, which is what it was entitled. Um, you could probably still get that through the Prophecy Club. Anyway, uh, I mean, I don't make any money off it. I'm just saying if you wanted to see that. That is the reason I believe God led me to do that. That is that is essentially the, the, the thing that kicked this whole ministry up. That's about the same time I started recording uh, teachings as well and started uh, with Sermon Audio. That kind of seemed to be the linchpin for all that to happen. And I really do believe God impressed me back then that that would be the most logical way because people are just not going to voluntarily turn over the guns, especially to this corrupt evil wicked regime that anybody with two brain cells can see their agenda at this point people know how wicked and evil obama is the, the people that are in the know the, the the patriot movement know this okay this is no mystery so of all times for them to think they're going to come in and kick down doors and do this it, it, it's it would seem the most insane time to try it but they're also very desperate. So I've always said that the most logical reason for them to think they could pull this off would be some type of pandemic hysteria scenario where you had people dropping dead and people are going to get real desperate. And in those particular circumstances, they're going to think, well, if I got a gun and if I turn it in, or guns, and turn them in, in order to save my family, I'm going to do that. When the very reality is, is they're going to be basically turning them in to get vaccinated and that's going to actually perpetuate the pandemic. 
And not only that, they're probably going to be carted off to a concentration camp anyway. So I think it's very important you educate people about that aspect of it as well. Because the government is to never be trusted. There are no vaccinations that are good. They're all wicked. They're all evil. I've went over this over. You look at the ingredient lists of vaccines alone. You look at the wicked, evil companies behind them that were literally spawned from Nazi Germany. The medical cartel of, of our current day system literally was spawned from IG Farb and the chemical company that branched off into various other pharmaceutical companies that have so much to do with our current modern day medical. They're no different. They're just as wicked. So I'm not saying there's going to be a pandemic between now and November or between now and when Obama gets out of office. But to me, if they really were going to try to come against, come for the firearms, that would be the most logical thing to try to pull off. The problem is, is they're running out of time. I mean, we're already into the later parts of August. Okay, so we got, you know, eight more days here, nine more days in August. September, October, and November. Pandemics typically take time, a little more time to ramp up now. Whether they're going to try to turn the Zika virus into something that is in its infancy. Um, whether they're going to say, oh, it mutated, now it's spreading 100 times faster and it's 100 times more virulent. You know that that's a government psyop. You know that if there's any validity behind that is because the government genetically modified the strain through their genetically modified mosquitoes and re-released it into, into society. I mean, some type of scenario like that. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm saying that it would be for me if, and I don't like to say like I'm Satan, but Looking at it from Satan's perspective, if you were going to try to get the greatest amount of compliance from gun owners, from the Patriot movement, and try to paint yourself as kind of a good guy at the same time, they're not going to be able to really portray themselves as good guys at all, and they're not going to really have any kind of real compliance if they come in jackboot thugs, UN troops kicking in doors under the pretext of protecting the civilians. I could be wrong, but they might, they might go that. They're, they're, they're so brazen. They're so out of their minds right now. I'm just kind of thinking out loud here. So it's just something to think about um, regarding this. Now let's go, let's go, let's just read the... Uh... Oh, okay, I already read that. But anyway, the, the one headline read, record gun sales 15 months straight. So, I would imagine that is concerning them very much as well. Let's go ahead and continue with this this uh, audio. Who's reporting, he states, uh, WorldNet Daily reported only this week that there is that there there is a pending public comment period for a proposed rule that would strip gun rights. Okay, listen closely. That would strip gun rights from an estimated... Four million or more Americans without any adjudication. Done. Four million gun right, gun owners. Like that. They, they state here that the administration... Again, I, I just, you know, they've tried to do this mass gun registration and, and a lot of these liberal, you know, like Connecticut was one of them, and they're getting extremely low compliance. Extremely low. What is that? That's beta testing. 
They're testing it on a population they think would be receptive to see what kind of result they're going to get, and they're getting very, very poor results. What they are seeing is exploding gun sales. So again, how they're going to actually motivate people to turn in their guns, that, that remains kind of a mystery to me. How they're, I mean, and again, pandemic scenario, oh, we have the cure, just turn in your guns. I get that, you know. Already used a similar maneuver to begin removing gun rights from American veterans. Yes, do you remember that? When they said, oh, well, if you're an American veteran and you may have some sort of, uh, you know, mental disorder or PTSD, well, guess what, you can't have a gun anymore? Nope. You're good enough to kill over in the sands of Iraq, but you're not good enough to own a firearm here to protect your own home. Ironic? Absolutely. Uh, so anyway, it states here that it has, uh, it has prompted warnings that others getting any sort of payments from the federal government could soon, uh, should soon be targeted similarly. CBS reported that the nation has already had a no-fly list based on suspicion, and Johnson believes that a no-buy list might be feasible. So there you have it, folks. Um, the, the reach for your guns is now. It is happening now. Look, you had what happened in Orlando. The funny thing is, is that guy, security officer, D, you know, DHS subcontractor, totally legit. The guy had credentials. He, he could have he hung out with all of the CIA guys and, and all the FBI guys and not skipped the beat. Nobody would have thought any different because he was just another uniformed guy with a gun. He was one of the boys. And he went out and did a shooting rampage and shot up 50 uh, gay people in the club. Or 50 people in a gay club. I don't know if they're all gay. That's a, beside the point. The point is, is this guy was legit card-carrying member of the security apparatus of the planet. And he went on a shooting rampage. Okay? So, stripping the rights from people who legitimately own them is not going to stop anyone from going off and trying to you know, take take action. Besides, you don't need a gun. I mean, we've done reports on this channel. You don't need a gun to go on a mass killing spree. Okay? Obviously, I'm not endorsing it, but the, 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 ir the irony here is that, look what happened in Boston. Talking about Boston, that was a hoax, that was a staged incident. Okay, if that's what you want to believe, that's fine. But the, what the message is being presented to the public, okay, there's a small faction of people that believe that Boston was a, was a hoax or a false flag. But the point is, is that what is being told to the public is that these guys had a, a you know, a, a pressure cooker, all right? So outlaw pressure cookers too? Come on. You go to Home Depot, you go to Best Buy, pick up a pressure cooker, you pick up some nails and some, some detonator or whatever, I don't know, you could probably find the rules, the, the instructions online. The point is, is if you want to do something, you're going to do it, and these people are taking your guns away because they're tyrants, not because... They're actually concerned for your safety. They're concerned for their safety. You follow? They're concerned for their safety. They do not want a public uprising because of the constant <clears throat> tyrannical actions they continue to push down on the American people. It's only a matter of time before you know, there's, there is an actual organized massive uprising. I'm going to be running for president regardless, and I'm going to be continuing to put forth my policies. Obviously, I was proud to be a member of President Obama's uh, cabinet, uh, but I also have ideas where I want to go not just build on what was done, but go beyond.
The end of the Republic has never looked better. Last March, DHS bought 400... That's what Obama said in one of his goodbye speeches. The end of the Republic has never looked better. He's such an arrogant devil, you know. And he was just joking about it. 15 million bullets, and in September, another 200 million. Again, they're, they're documenting all of the ammo stockpiling that the government, FEMA, Department of Homeland Security has done uh, in recent times, you know, millions and millions of rounds, if not billions, of, uh, and a lot of them are hollow points, which you can't even use those in war, yet they're using them, they're stockpiling them to use on our own citizens. And they say, oh, we use them for target practice. Number one, you don't need all these billions of rounds. Number two, you'd never use hollow points in target practice. Uh, they're a lot more expensive, and it would be an absolute waste of money. That's in addition to a reported 1.6 billion rounds they already have. So during the height of the Iraq war, U.S. soldiers used about five and a half million rounds of ammunition every month. If you do the math here, that means the Department of Homeland Security has enough bullets to wage a full-scale war for the next 30 years. And again, that's the ones, the Department of Homeland Security and FEMA are the ones that are yoked up with the clergy response teams, that are yoked up with the U.N., that are yoked up with the radical Islamists that are, that are being brought in. So this is the most wicked faction of our government that's going to come out against, going to come against the general public militarily, and they're the ones that are are stockpiling all the hollow points, and that's just one of the things they're doing. DHS says the bullets are needed for training, but military huh. veteran Richard Mason is doubtful. We never trained with hollow points. We didn't even really see hollow points my entire four and a half years in the Marine Corps. See, I don't know if you heard what he said. He says, we never turned the hollow points. He said, he never even saw them in his whole four and a half years in the Marine Corps. Why would they need all those hollow points? This is our government buying up bullets to use against us. You know, you have true weapons of war here uh, that are being purchased. It's time to wake up, folks. Why do you think the U.S. government is stockpiling as much ammo and weapons as it can while at the same time, it's trying to take ours. I mean, they're saying even that the, the IRS and the BLM and the Postal Service has, has billions of rounds of ammo as well. So, okay, so we have that video. Again, just more confirmation of what we're talking about here. Now, let's go to the next report. Obama's ATF illegally building secret national list of all gun owners. And this would be crucial because they want to know who is possessing the firearms. Okay, that's incredibly important, we, uh, for them at least. Uh, we have repeatedly warned the technocrats have zero regard for Congress or politicians in general. They believe their agenda is blessed by the god of science, or the god of this world, really, Satan, and therefore doesn't need human approval. In this case, remember that it was also the ATF that ran the infamous Fast and Furious operation on our border with Mexico. Uh, Judge Andrew, Andrew Napolitano appeared on Fox and Friends this morning to react to the bombshell report that the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, the ATF, is illegally stockpiling the personal information of gun owners. Judge Napolitano explained that the government is supposed to gather that information for statistical purposes only and that they are mandated to destroy the identifiable information such as names and addresses. <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen. The report from the U.S. Government Accountability Officer, the GAO, However, found that the ATF is not adhering to that policy. Oh, I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. Let's go ahead and watch this clip here. Here's something you probably have not heard. Gun owners apparently are being targeted by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. 
A new report finds the Bureau is stockpiling gun owners' information against the law. So what does it all mean? Here to explain, we got Fox News senior judicial analyst, Judge Andrew Napolitano. All right, the intro says that it is against the law for the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms to be collecting this data. Why? Well, the, the Bureau licenses gun dealers. It doesn't license individual gun owners. Right. And it requires gun dealers to give all information about all sales in states that require permits and in states that don't require permits to the federal government. Right. The federal government is supposed to collect it for statistical reasons only, meaning they're supposed to destroy identifiers, names, So they add things up and then they... Right. Well, then how many handguns are here? How many rifles are there? Congress okay. decided that was a legitimate thing for the government to do. But Congress decided that since the states regulate guns, not the federal government, the federal government would never be able to keep a list of every gun owner and every gun owned by that person. But they are, apparently. But they are. Congress decided that we might someday have an anti-gun president. When the Republicans okay. came up with this about 15 or 20 years ago, sure. the Democrats laughed at them. Look where we are now. So now we have a president who doesn't believe in the right to keep and bear arms. He might be, he might be succeeded by another president mm -hmm. who doesn't believe in the right to keep and bear arms, who has a small army, the ATF, sure. who knows where every gun is and wh who owns the guns and could harass or confiscate. And Congress legislated to stop that. This lawless administration has, has broken that law and retained that information. Judge, it shouldn't surprise us, should it? I mean, the, uh, the IRS targeted people. Why shouldn't the ATF? It shouldn't surprise us. It's reprehensible. It violates federal law. It violates a Supreme Court opinion. It violates our natural right to self-defense, which is protected by the Second Amendment. This report has been out a couple of days. Why is this not a bigger deal? Uh, because there are very few networks that are concerned about the right to keep and bear arms. I dare say nobody else is talking about this. Members of Congress should be up in arms. They wrote the law that the president and his people are defying. Okay, so there's this list somewhere in Washington, this illegal database. Right. You know, hasn't the uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms been served now? We know you've got it. You've got to get rid of it? I would hope so, but I think it would take probably someone like Congressman Jason Chaffetz, who who runs a large committee that, yeah. that is on top of government access, oversight. oversight committee, to call these BATF people in front of them and say, what the heck are you doing with this list? Give it to us and we'll destroy it for you. Sure. What's your worry about the list? That a, a, an anti-gun president or somebody in an anti-gun president's administration could use the list to harass gun owners, law enforcement, military, and civilians. Mm -hmm. Who, who disapprove of the government's policies. And that uh, would be reprehensible. And ultimately, it would be essentially a map to where all the guns are. To confiscate. All right. Judge, thank you very much. You're welcome, Steve. Which would obviously be the most important thing for them in lieu of all the things that I've just talked about, where prior to the mass slaughters of all of the, you know, largest dictators in the past hundred years, it's always been preceded by gun confiscation. So this map, this list, these databases, and I'm always talking about, you know, all the databases that are being formed through social networking and through all of these other various means that they're using. Uh, this is what they're doing. This is what they're doing. Um, let's go, in the, in the last report is entitled the, the Sue Obama Administration to Block Internet Grab 
uh, a coalition of technology groups and conservatives want Congress to sue to stop the Obama administration from handing over control of the internet domain names to an international board. So now Obama's also trying to cede basically the internet over to the United Nations as well. Not only our national sovereignty and um, all of these other things that we've talked about today, but also the internet. It's charging it could give authoritarian regimes power over the web. Without robust safeguards, internet governance could fall under the sway of governments hostile to the freedoms protected by the First Amendment. So let's go ahead and watch this uh, short video here as well. Got a question for you. What's in a name? Or a domain, for that matter. Right now, it's a heated debate over government control, free speech, and maybe even a lawsuit. The White House wants to give control of Internet domain names to an international board. But critics argue it could give power over the web to hostile regimes. Here to explain, Garrett Tenney from Washington. For the last 18 years, the U.S. government has controlled what's called the domain name system worldwide through a nonprofit group called the Internet Corporation for Assigned Names and Numbers, or ICANN for short. This group manages domain names like .com, .gov, .pizza, or .ninja, and yes, that is a real thing. By the end of next month, though, the Obama administration is planning to end its contract with ICANN, giving up control of the domain naming responsibility to a global board of directors. Critics argue this move will allow governments like Russia, China, and Iran to have greater control over a key part of the Internet and potentially the ability to stifle free speech. Now, a coalition of technology groups and conservatives are pushing Congress to sue the Obama administration. In a letter to congressional leaders this week, 26 tech organizations wrote in part, without robust safeguards, Internet governance could fall under the sway of governments hostile to freedoms protected by the First Amendment. Twice now, Congress has passed appropriation bills that prohibit any tax dollars from being used for the transition, and both times the president signed those bills into law. But now the administration says it's not bound by those bills and plans to move ahead. In a letter to lawmakers this week, Assistant Commerce Secretary Larry Strickling wrote in part, free expression exists and flourishes online not because of perceived U.S. government oversight over the domain name system or because of any asserted special relationship that the United States has with ICON. It exists and is protected when stakeholders work together to make decisions. Unless the president changes his mind or a lawsuit is brought, the U.S. will hand over control of ICON by the end of next month. In Washington, I'm Garrett Tenney, Fox News. So, and again, this says uh, this maybe the end of the internet as you know it. Now remember, they've been coming after the free speech, so if <clears throat> some uh, these other organizations, this other organization takes over the internet, they're going to obviously go after free speech, alternative news sites, uh, Christian news sites like mine, and, and uh, shut it down. And, I, and I've always known that, that, you know, you know, my my days are numbered up here and not just me obviously a, a ton of other other people um this could be that linchpin for that to really happen so again a lot of stuff to pray about uh these next let's say four months actually even really probably a little less than that are going to be super 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 critical uh regarding the way this country proceeds. And so, govern your affairs accordingly. You know, prepare if you feel so led. Pray, 
get right with the Lord. Um, if you have bug out locations that are you've been thinking about or you have one and you haven't you know done the work in order to make it habitable, maybe something you really want to consider. If there's other supplies that you've been putting on hold to get that you know you would need in that event, if the Lord leads you, you might want to think about that. Uh, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying that the, these next three to four months are going to be super critical. And I know that there's a lot of evil nefarious things afoot. We've just documented that today and then in so many other studies. So um, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day, this time you've given us. I do thank you, Lord, that you let us come together once again. And to go over these things, Lord, and, and that we're not ignorant of Satan's devices, God. I pray you bless my listeners, all that are hearing this broadcast. I pray, Lord God, for your truth to go forth. That whatever a respective Christian needs to do in their given situation, that you convict them of that. I pray for your blessings to be upon the remnant, the body of Christ, and in the innocent, and those that cannot defend themselves, Lord, that your protective hand would be upon them, that you would deliver them, Lord God, that they would be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. And for those that are not even saved, God, that their souls be saved, Lord. For your, it's your will that none would perish and that all would come to repentance. I pray, God, regarding all these evil, nefarious things that we have talked about today, that they would be exposed, Lord God, and that our wicked, evil, mainstream media would not be able to contain this, Lord. That all of their wicked plans, God, would be destroyed according to your will. That the very traps that they have set, that they would fall into them. That wickedness would not prosper, God that it would be defeated, destroyed, and exposed, Lord, according to your will. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we have committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer, and that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us, that your name be glorified through the body of Christ, and that you would use these types, this type of information, God, these ministries, watchman ministries and all the other ministries god that are of you to lead many people to the lord in the name of the lord jesus christ we pray amen